This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Wednesday, 7 February, Year of Our Lord 2024, we're in the middle of a fight, and I mean a firefight. This audience has been magnificent. You are driving the conversation. You are breaking the ancient regime of the Republican establishment that has controlled Capitol Hill. With all your efforts and, and all your work and all of that, and even Trump's first term, Trump's major victory, Trump's first term, they still try to hold on to it with an iron grip. It's being broken right now. Today's another red-letter day. I believe what you're going to see starting at 1 o'clock is essentially the uh, collapse of a, um, a a border amnesty bill or what we call the invasion authorization bill, uh, the codification of the, uh, the invasion of our country and the end of our sovereignty. That's what it was, full stop. Um, and you hear all these airheads and all, all this happy talk in these networks see, from Fox, from the Murdoch News TV for stupid people to the MSNBC propaganda channel to CNN, all of it. Oh, it's the most conservative, it's the best, they'll never get it then. It's all crap. Peter Navarro was there. He knows, hey, all you need to do, you got what you need, you can do right now and stop this vision. They planned this. This is the very first thing they did on that afternoon of the 20th of January, 2021. First thing they did. Is take take away everything President Trump had done, all of it away. This is a abortion of our asylum laws. The asylum laws have nothing to do, and, and the people come up have no right. Let me be all this. They got rights. They got no rights. Zero. You're an economic migrant. Want to get in the country for a better life? Yes, I'm very empathetic with that, but it ain't going to happen. We got a we got a immigration system for that. Asylum is set up exactly not to have that and how they've gamed the system. They've gamed the system because they hate you An African-American working African-American working class and the Hispanic working class better get the joke that you're the ones they've targeted because they think that you are quite frankly in the way and you're starting to get unruly because you're waking up and saying, Hey, maybe this populist thing that Trump's talking about, maybe this economic nationalist things Trump's talking about, you know, that may make a lot of sense. They understand that you're about to come off the plantation and the reservation. They understand that, and that's why they want to layer you. That's what this is about. It's your wages that are getting driven down. It's your votes that are going to get diluted. It's your cities. Look what's up. Don't, don't take it from Steve Bannon. Just see what you see. Look in Roxbury. In Roxbury, where they took over the, 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 uh, the, the center where the children played basketball and, and learned to use a computer and had a community center and, and kids were, you know, learning things and, and learning crafts and art and you had a real community there. They came in and took it away over a weekend. The white progressive, you know, Healy in this crowd, they took it away. Oh, your kids can go out to the white suburbs and go there. Well, hey, how are they going to get transportation? 
this is our community. Roxbury is a community. That's our community. And they gave it over to illegal alien invaders, just like they're doing in New York City and just like they're doing in Chicago. So if you want more of it, vote for it. If you want more of it, vote for it. Because they're out to destroy you first. Mark my words. You can see everything they're doing. The moneyed class. Look at the people that support this bill. The Chamber of Commerce. Think the Chamber of Commerce cares about the black working class? Think the Chamber of Commerce cares about the Hispanic working class? They tell you every day how they're going to stop inflation. We went through this over and over and over again. They're going to drive down wages. And where are they going to drive down wages? Oh, the cause of inflation in this nation. The cause of it. The cause of it was increased wages among the working class. They're out to destroy you. You're free men and free women. And people under 35, you want to be Russian serfs? Because you're going to be a, you're a Russian serf now, and you're going to, all you're doing is voting for your enslavement. So if you want it, you got it. And if you want to continue it, they're going to give it to you. Just keep voting them in. Think about it for a second. Have they come back and really argued the case about Trump, the golden age of Trump in 17, 18, and 19, and that last year when all his economic policies came together, and I might add, he took a trillion dollars off the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve, did it in a headwind of taking liquidity out of the market, wouldn't go along with the false the false uh, uh, Federal Reserve of what they were doing to drive liquidity and make the wealthy w even wealthier? But that's what Peter Navarro and Donald Trump got you. Just go look back to that time. Look at what they're doing to put him in jail for 700 years, all this nonsense, all this crap. He's this, he's a dictator, wants to be a dictator. They're fighting for democracy. I didn't even want to play it because it's just too embarrassing. And Biden gets in the, in the uh, Roosevelt room yesterday. He's yammering on about the bill, and I'm going to stick it to Trump. Hey, dude, if you're going to come around every day and stick it to Trump, that's what you promised. You said every day from now to Election Day, every day you promised. You're going to sit there and stick it to Trump on the border. Brother, bring it. Bring it. Bring it every day, every waking minute, bring it. We'll have an up or down vote on that. We'll see where the American people are in that, brother. You know what? You're at about in the mid-20s. So bring it. Your big talk, bring it. All those grandunes in the White House, bring it. If you want to have about the invasion of this country and how you did it, and you did it on purpose, bring it. We dare you. And you know what we're going to hear? You're not going to hear any talk about this. We're going to try to slough away. Oh, they walked away from the biggest bill. Bring your argument to the American people. Go to Roxbury right now. I dare you to go into Roxbury. I dare you. And talk to the African-American community that you took the community center away from. The white progressive liberals who are a scourge to this country. The white progressive billionaires have been, done more damage to this country than any foreign enemy. And their acolytes and mouthpieces and their Goebbels operation on things like MSNBC and the New York Times and CNN and the Washington Post are all guilty as charged. We're a free country. We believe in democracy. You know why we believe in democracy? Because we got the votes. The Democrats can't win unless they steal, and that's why we need leadership at the RNC is going to get very focused on making sure this is not stolen again because the 2020 election was stolen. And as the New York Times so brilliantly put out yesterday, Maggie Haberman and Jonathan Swan, the two best reporters they got, they said they finally nailed it. They finally awakened to reality. If Trump had done what the RNC donors had wanted to do and what the RNC, what Ronald McDaniel was telling him to do and all those people around him were telling him to do, to just be a good little boy 
and say, I put up a good fight and I barely lost to Biden and congratulations, but I won seats in the House and I took seats in the Senate and aren't I a good boy? He would be totally and completely irrelevant. But he didn't do that. You know why he didn't do it? He didn't do it for this country because he understood they stole the election. And he understood they were back at January 6th. And if you let those two things stand, then we do not have a country. That's where we got to get to the bottom of it. And that's where this show has been adamant about it forever. And that's why, quite frankly, Peter Navarre and Stephen K. Bannon, hey, may go to jail for that. But you know what? So be it. We are fighting for our country. And if you don't think we're fighting for the country, read the 379 pages. Read it. Read it. It codified, it codified, it codified the invasion of our country. It codified our loss of sovereignty. And today they're going to try to jam down your throat $60 billion. If we have gone through and been dead right on this war from the very beginning and all the rest of them were wrong, including many of the conservative fanboys that rooted this on. And now what do they have? They have a coup going over there. They have the military says, hey, we can't do this anymore. We're not going to do Zelensky's plan. We can't recruit kids because we killed too many. And the parents, story today about a, a, a woman, a Ukrainian living in Wales. She was hit by a car and died, and she become kind of the, one of the centers of the Welsh community of this town of, of pitching and putting forward the Ukrainian, the Ukrainian cause. She has a, came with a 14-year-old son. You know why? She didn't want to center the military. She didn't want to be killed. They may be patriotic, but they ain't that patriotic because they understand this is the West driving this and they understand what their kids are dying for because they understand what Mersheimer said. So today, with no offsets, they're going to jam down on a $7 trillion budget they already got and spending $850 billion on the books and it's really a trillion on defense. They're going to jam in another $80 billion. Jam in another $80 billion. Plus 17 billion Israel. Well, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. And we're big supporters of Israel. But you got to have offsets. You got to go to the Ukraine. You got to go to the UN budget and strip it. You got to go to the USDA and strip it. You got to go to all the money we have on the other side of the trade. We're playing both sides in the Middle East. Pick a side. Pick a side. Hey, I got a recommendation. Here's a side. Let me think about this for a second. Hmm, let me think about this. Why don't we pick the side of the Judeo-Christian West? Why don't we pick the side of the people that have our values? Why don't we stop, why don't we stop giving money to Sharia supremacists? And why doesn't the Israeli government, and quite frankly, the Jewish community here, start talking in those terms? Don't talk, it's not a secular war. You keep playing like a secular war. It's not a secular war. It's Sharia supremacism. From the north, you got the Persian militias. You got the Muslim Brotherhood in Gaza. You're being encroached on everywhere. You're being, they want to drive you into the sea. Listen to their chant. They want to drive you into the sea. You know why? That's the Holy Land. They want to drive the Judeo-Christian West into the sea. And yes, we can find $17 billion to offset it. We're in a fight for our country. And guess what? You're winning. <laughs> You've broken one of the meanest, nastiest pieces of work that has ever riven, risen to power in this country. Mitch McConnell is pure evil. Pure evil. And you broke him. 
He had a secret negotiation. Remember, in the old days before social media, before podcasts, he's got Murdoch. He's got the Wall Street Journal. He's got the Murdoch News Network in his pocket. They had the Wall Street Journal. They had Murdoch News Network TV for stupid people. They had all the, all the, all the, you know, the Hugh Hewitts and the, and the National Reviews. You got to do this. Rich Lowry, all got to do this. It's so sensible. You are both idiots and you're liars. And you showed me how treasonous you are because you were prepared to turn over the sovereignty of our nation to codify an invasion. Not one word in there about the deportations. Peter Navarro, Todd Benzman, Ben Burkwam, all of them that have worked this problem for years of their lives and have had solutions tell you detain and deport, detain and deport, detain and deport. That's the mantra. And Navarro come in and give you, a, give you some economic warfare to use to get the Mexican cartel's government that they control there to get their attention. This is not complicated, but it's hard because you have to have the um, not just righteous indignation. You need to have the moral clarity. And Donald Trump, who they're trying. Why do you think they're trying to put him in prison for 700 years? Think about that for a second. Why are they putting a man that gave us three years of peace and prosperity that represents 60 percent of this country? That has been an instrument of divine providence. Why are they trying to put a man like that in prison for 700 years? Because they control the most powerful nation in the history of this earth. And they ain't going to give it up without a fight. And if you think they are, you are kidding yourself. They think you are trash. They think you are garbage. They think you are trash. Don't take my word for it. Look what they did to your sons and daughters in these wars in the Middle East. Look what they're prepared to do to your sons and daughters in Ukraine. Okay, look what they think about your families, what they've done to the schools and look at what they think of your communities and you as individuals and what they've done on the southern border. They think you're trash and they think you're garbage. And the more that you start to get uh, mouthy about it, the harder they're going to come down on you. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. Dr. Navarro, join us on the other side. Raheem is going to be up. I don't think we're going to get Jim Rickards today, but we'll get him sometime this week. I want to hear what he has to say geopolitically about capital markets. But maybe I can draw that out of Dr. Navarro. No, he went to Harvard. He's got that big old Harvard. He walked in his office, got that big old Harvard degree staring you in the face. Dr. Peter Navarro is next. Short commercial break. Back in the worm in a moment. Started, everything's begun, and you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert 
an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. By the way, you get jacked up like that for two things. Get the Warpath coffee, as Peter Navarro reminded me during commercial break. Warpath.coffee, um, promo code WARROOM. Get your discount. Dark roast, try it. Even if you don't like dark roast, if you think it's too bitter, you got too much acid, just try this. But, of course, it got all the mild roast and the mid-roast and everything like that. But you'll get jacked up. Also, grass-fed beef liver. Got more nutrients than anything known to man go to sacredhumanhealth.com the feedback we got on this is amazing we get some people that are using it on here but just go go to the website it's got all the information check it out make your own decision you're a free man and free woman but we do recommend get rid of all those artificial multivitamins they ain't helping you that's just another placebo beef fed or grass-fed beef liver try today sacredhumanhealth.com go check it out immerse yourself in the uh in the website. Dr. Navarro, if you're the lead negotiator, you walk into Johnson's office and say, hey, I'm here to help. You you got you to gotta, no more CRs. Shut down the government at midnight on the 1st. I'll walk over to the White House, get into the Roosevelt room, across the table, start negotiating. Well, the two or three things that you demand immediately that will shut down or begin the shutdown of the border. See, the first thing I do when I walk in the door is is I remind Biden uh, that he's about to face the Roxbury Revolution. Um, I can't imagine a place farther is an an urban area than Roxbury and Boston, except maybe Bangor, Maine, from the border. And it's an exclamation point as to how far this crisis can reach. It's everywhere. There's no border crisis. There's an illegal immigrant invasion crisis spread out all over this country. So the Roxbury Revolution, can you imagine the mailer that's going to go out to every African-American household in the 2024 election about that? I mean, to talk about it, talk about the, the uh, African-Americans coming home to Donald Trump right now. It's going to be in droves. Now, what, I, what do I want from Biden? I say to Biden, look, you fool. You sign, you get those safe third nation agreements back in place with Mexico and the Northern Triangle countries, full stop, okay? That's your role. Congress can do some things, but but you could do that overnight. So get that done. Number two, hey, Trump, wall, that wasn't such a bad idea, was it? And by the way, lay off Abbott in Texas. And how about showing a little respect for customs and border protection? You are just running those people ragged even as you look down your nose at them. And so, um, look, the, the whole thesis of the Washington Times piece was this, this isn't that difficult a problem to solve if you have both the White House and Congress doing what they need to do. So you got to start with the safe thirds. You know me, Steve, it's like close the border, start the deportations. I know Biden can't, that's a bridge too far, but boy, uh, when he, when he took away the stroke of genius that was Donald Trump on those safe thirds, 
That was it. Folks want to get yeah. in touch Safe on this. Thirds. Peter Navarro. Dot substack.com, Peter Navarro.substack.com. Washington Times article always appears a little sneak peek in that um, the day before. Peter Navarro.substack.com. Yep. Steve, um, keep keep killing it, brother. Uh, the, the, I, I see the okay, posse <laughs> every day now on Capitol Hill. Okay, the spirit of the posse. You know, when I when I go go out in the mall and look up there, there's like there's like the posse kind of looming over and it's not a dark yeah. cloud. It's blue sky and sunshine. Okay. The only dark clouds no. there we are, had, are Mitch McConnell and the, company. The, the, the sunlit uplands of reforest, but I want everybody to get their number two pencil out of all the Kant and rhetoric on every network on Fox news and MSNBC and CNN, all that crap. You had everybody, all this thing. He just gave you a term, safe thirds, safe thirds. Write that down. The structure, we have a very structured asylum process. So I'm going to get Navarro back here to explain safe thirds. Safe thirds would literally shut the entire thing down as it should be shut down. It ain't that hard. They have gamed this system to allow an invasion of our country. The structure of asylum laws has been pretty, is pretty okay if enforced. Dr. Navarro, you're a patriot and a hero, sir. Thank you very much. All right, my brother. Keep doing what you're doing, man. He's off on the Thank dark road. Okay, Raheem joins us. Thank you so much. Raheem joins us. Raheem, by the way, in the break, um, and I was getting a little uncomfortable. I mean, Navarro was was commenting and, and saying, man, Raheem is fully ripped now. Look at the gun show. So I was getting uncomfortable, but uh, I do want to say there's normally an inverse relationship to how how well you're working out and how fit you look than your, your, your intellectual output, but that's not the case here. If we can put up, you wrote one of the most profound um, amazing pieces I have seen in a long time, and I read, as people know, thousands of things a day. Walk me through Paul Krugman, uh, the blood libel of Paul Krugman, because this is quite frankly brilliant. I want you to walk through the entire thing, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me, Steve, and and thank you for the um, the homoerotic moments here on the war room. It's really <laughs> it's really strange. <laughs> the break. Um, no, Look, no. I, that, hold it. Hang on. Stop. Full stop. Full <laughs> stop. You don't see Steve Bannon coming in. You look like Pat was Ma- McCaffrey, whatever that guy's name is. I'm gonna start. I, you get it coming in with the tank top. You and you and Navarro trading compliments in the thing. I'm saying, yo, guys, let's get focus here. So I just want to make sure that that was Navarro, his body beautiful, with Raheem, who's the new Charles Atlas. But go ahead, sir. Sound like he wants some of the dark roast. Um, I. Uh, I couldn't help myself. I um, do what you do in the morning and I go through everything in the news, right? And yesterday, this uh, Paul Krugman piece, this op-ed in the New York Times leaps off the page at me. I think I actually found it by reading the, the real clear the real clear politics morning newsletter roundup, just to give the audience kind of an insight into, into our habits, you know, going through not just you know, what's coming up on Google News or Apple News or, or the New York Times homepage, but really going and seeing what other editors are doing, other editors are focused on. And it makes, you know, it's not a surprise that this op-ed manages to land itself at place number two in that real clear politics newsletter because they're trying, the establishment is trying to get up in your face about this. I take a great uh, amount of umbrage with all of the hoaxes, right? I'm obsessed with them, whether it's the Russia hoax, Jan 6, you name it. I love to get to the bottom of these things. And one of the most recent ones, and I think one that we haven't offered enough attention to, 
um, is the is the poisoning the blood hoax, or as I now call it, the blood libel, because this is these comments were first made to me in person uh, during an interview that I. Uh, did with Donald Trump, President Trump, uh, back in September. And at the time, you know, we pulled it out as a story. We thought, yeah, that, you know, that is a strong phrase. That's it's it's definitely spicy, um, but it's it's completely accurate. I mean, what is going on on the southern border in the United States? Frankly, what's going on via the northern border in the United States now? What's going on in terms of what's being flown into the United States at the moment? You know, we we document, I know you look at it, we document these things almost every day. Um, whether it be the crime, whether it be the fentanyl, whether it be other drugs coming in, all of this stuff. And we have the headline on all of these articles that go up on the site that just says poisoning the blood, because this is what President Trump was talking about, right? He's talking about people who come in and they don't assimilate. They're not part of the culture. They're poisoning the blood of the country. He's talking about the drugs that are coming in over the border. It's poisoning the blood of the country. And, and Krugman, in his article in the New York Times, takes all of that roundly ignores it and just throws a line in there that says, you know, Trump's poisoning the blood comments was basically about how he hates all immigrants and only likes white people. Full stop. That was it. No caveat, no explainer, no contextualization, no nothing. Well, that is that is defamatory. That is libelous. And it's frankly a blood libel. So that is what we've called it. It's up in the analysis section on the National Pulse right now. Uh, Paul Krugman's blood libel. Explain to the audience, particularly many of the – as the show expands, many people have come in the last year or so. Um, explain who Krugman is and why, once again, this guy is writing on, uh, on, on these issues and not on economics. Well, Paul Krugman is, is the political economy version of Jim Cramer. You know, every, everything the guy writes, backs, suggests – you can kind of bet your bottom dollar that um, that it's going to go the other way. This is a person who has made his um, made his mark on the world stage, you know, trotting around to conferences, uh, very very Keynesian in his his economic worldview um, about how uh, I mean everything that you've seen politically, economically in the last twenty odd years. Um, whether it be uh, inflationary stuff, whether it be um, candidate level stuff. Um, it's all globalism, you know, writ large, but it's a veneer of intellectualism that, that somebody like Krugman offers it, you know, professor and this and that, uh, go and, you know, do your TED Talks and your world stage, you know, discussions. But you get into the heart of it, and this is very much the heart of it, uh, which is which is what his thesis is about what is going on, not just in America today, but in the world today. And it boils down to these kind of uh, moments where you find them just reaching for smears against their opponents because actually they really don't have many answers to anything else. You see it, by the way, writ large over the course of the last week uh, with the conversation that's going on, not just on Capitol Hill, not just downtown in Washington, D.C., but on the national television news as well about this border bill, right? They don't actually go, okay, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to go through this bill. Remember, when this bill came out, Steve, we put up the summary of it almost immediately, right? We went through it uh, with a tooth comb, put up the summary almost immediately. These guys aren't doing that. I'm pointing to my television right here. These guys aren't doing that. They are uh, engaging in a smear operation, just like Krugman's blood libel, to say, okay, anybody that doesn't support this is obviously a lunatic and wants, you know, wants to use this issue as a, as a as a cudgel against the Democrats. Has no interest in shutting the southern border. This bill doesn't shut the southern border, right? And and and. You know, going back to what Posobiec was saying in the first um, first hour of this show, 
all of this stuff is inextricably linked. You know, Paul Krugman's timing of this article is as important as the content of this article. Yeah. And I suggest everybody check out the analysis section <laughs> of The Pulse. Hang on, where do they go for The Pulse? we got about 20 seconds. Where do they go? TheNationalPulse.com. And we need you to join up, support the site. You are our backing at thenationalpulse.com forward slash war room. Go there right now. You got to read the National Pulse every day. Amazing analysis and observations. Short break. Back in a moment. When the economy collapses, will you collapse with it? You can feel it coming. All the signs are there. With it comes financial disaster, tight budgets, sacrifice. Plan for the worst. With the best, My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply has helped millions prepare. They'll help you too, particularly in hard times. Remember, hard times take years to recover from. Make that first year easier with their one-year emergency food kit. Now get it now with $700 in savings at MyPatriotSupply.com. Sealed inside ultra-durable packaging. These delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories every day. That's over 2,000 calories every day for a year at a special price of under $2,000. This rare emergency food kit deal ends this week. You won't see it again anytime soon. So protect yourself, protect your people, protect your family and your loved ones. Start preparing with My Patriot Supply at MyPatriotSupply.com. Free shipping included. MyPatriotSupply.com. This is the one-year emergency food kit, and you get it now at a $700 savings. Take action. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, joining us now is Senator J.D. Vance. We started the show talking about Senator Vance, normally a first-year a first-term uh, senator just kind of uh, sits as a backbencher and uh, and finds out how the apparatus works. Senator Vance is not that kind of guy. He's taking a leadership role. We had Matt Schlapp on here, a big announcement today that Senator Vance is going to give a major address at CPAC. I know the audience is sta- jacked about that. Make sure you go over CPAC right now. Tickets under 100 bucks. We're going to be packed uh, from Wednesday all the way through Sunday, and we want all the war and posse, want thousands of you. To show up. Senator Vance, huge day. Can you walk us through the logistics, what's going to happen? And I know you've been the leader in killing this uh, invasion bill, but also standing up to the situation about Ukraine. Can you walk us through all of it? Yeah, so it's all connected, Steve. So just a bit of background here. We have this border security package that has nothing to do with border security. Uh, gives a huge amount of authority for Mayorkas to grant amnesty in mass. Uh, through the asylum process. So we're going to kill that. And I think Republicans are united in killing that bill. Now, what is coming immediately after that is actually a huge surprise. And this is big news, Steve, because this was not known even 12 hours ago. Uh, but the establishment combined with the Democrats are then going to cut out the border piece of this package, which leaves Ukraine, Taiwan, Israel funding, and try to jam it through today. Now, we have to remember that we've had no time to review the Ukraine piece of this. You know how I feel about Ukraine. But even some of my friends who are pro-Ukraine funding are saying, wait, wait, we have to have time to actually review this. But, Steve, this is all about giving away what little leverage we have over the Democrats, passing this Ukraine package, and then putting pressure on the House. So it's a lose from a policy perspective. It's a lose from a political perspective. And I have no idea why we're doing it except for this. 
Senate leadership is obsessed, Steve. I mean, absolutely a borderline fetish with getting Ukraine money, and they're willing to give away all of our leverage to get it. Everybody needs to say this is a no-go. Vote no on this package. It is the single most important thing to kill in the U.S. Senate since I've been here, the worst piece of legislation, I think, in the U.S. Senate since I've been here, and we've got to absolutely get it out of here. 202-224-3121 is the number for the main switchboard, or download Bill Blaster right now. You get the direct contacts of their field offices and their main offices. Uh, Senator Vance, uh, why is this have anything to do? I mean, here's what the audience is having a tough time understanding. This thing was secret for five months, this big negotiation. Rosemary Jenks came on this show, leaked from people that were working on the deal to, to walk through what was in it, the, 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 the awfulness. They came out and said, we were lying. This is all internet rumors. Had Breitbart's lying, War Room's lying, everybody. They then come out with something on Sunday afternoon that was actually worse than what the leaks were about. Just walk us through the mechanics. And they kept all you guys in the dark. And not just you as a freshman. They kept senior guys, never saw this. How is it? How do you guys sit around the table and even have a discussion now when this thing was an amnesty bill? They totally lied about it. And now they swore... They would never do anything in Ukraine until they got a secure border. Yet this afternoon, you and others about to get jammed up on this Ukraine situation, sir. Yeah, so what happened in the background, Steve, is that the, the negotiation happened completely in secret, of course. We didn't know any of the details of what was coming out. We were promised it was going to be great. But remember, we went into this negotiation saying there's a very simple proposition here. The Democrats want Ukraine money. We don't want to give them Ukraine money. Or even if we do, uh, some of my colleagues do, of course, we want border security more than that. So tell Joe Biden, very simply, he doesn't get another dime for Ukraine unless he shuts down the American border. That was what we thought we were negotiating here. In reality, we were doing this massive amnesty package behind closed doors. And then, of course, like you said, dropped on Sunday evening for a Wednesday vote so that nobody would have enough time to read it and push back against the terrible provisions. Here, here's what I've heard, Steve, and I've heard this from both Democrats and Republicans in the United States Senate, that the Republicans were never empowered by our own leadership to really push for concession. So you know, James Lankford from Oklahoma is going to get getting a lot of crap for this. Uh, what I've heard is actually that he was told that he was not allowed to get major concessions on the border because this was always a fig leaf. It was always a question of how could you get enough on the border so the conservatives would swallow $61 billion for Ukraine. They may not love it, but they love border security. That was always the trade they were being forced to make. Well, as you know, Steve, if you go into negotiation and you're already preemptively giving concessions and you're unwilling to walk away because you're supposed to give border to get Ukraine funding, right? That, that's what the Democrats are saying. Well, if the Republican leadership wants Ukraine funding as much as the Democrats, we don't have any leverage to begin with. And that was the fundamental flaw in this entire process is we had no leverage because our leadership didn't allow us to have leverage. Uh, that's why this whole thing is broken down. And that's why they've now immediately pivoted to getting money for Ukraine, which if we cared about the border, Steve, what we should be doing is going back to the drawing board saying, this isn't good enough, but still the deal is on the table. No more money for Ukraine unless Biden shuts down the border. The fact that we're not even doing that, Steve, gives the whole game away. It was never about the border. It was always about Ukraine. Senator Vanch, you've spent more time and, and focus to get to the American people what the truth is. Here's what Zelensky's tried to fire his the revered uh, and you're a former Marine. So, you know, this 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 general is a revered guy, the head of their 
uniform services. He tried to fire him. The guy said, no, I'm not going to resign. They had this standoff. Victoria Newland flew over there. Can, can you give us an update on at least what the Senate thinks is going on? It seems like almost a soft coup. The Ukrainian government, the offensive stalled. They're talking about another potential offensive. But the government looks like it may be close to collapse. How can they make the argument that this is a time to be sending $60 billion of taxpayer money, maybe to lead to the more destruction of the nation, of the Ukrainian nation itself and its people, sir? Well, Steve, nobody really knows what's coming out of Ukraine because nobody's curious about it. I mean, you know about it. I know about it because we pay attention when we read these things. But look, this isn't like The Economist, right? These are establishment newspapers and magazines where the real story of Ukraine is that it's turning into a rump state. Zeluzhny, the military leader that you're talking about, is getting fired by by, uh, Zelensky because he's telling the truth and saying, look, there's no path to victory here. We need to be pushing towards negotiation. So we're witnessing Ukraine become a rump state and we're witnessing, like you said, a soft coup where anybody who challenges the narrative, even within Ukraine, is being memory hold. Uh, It's crazy, Steve. What these guys have convinced themselves is that if we write another $61 billion check to Ukraine, Ukraine has some, some chance of victory. It's insane. Whatever your views are on whether you know we, we should be supporting the Ukrainians or should have supported them, them in the beginning, it is clear now they can't win. They cannot win. And so the question for America is how do we bring this thing to a close, stop the worldwide energy crisis and food crisis that could be brought on if this thing drags on, stop Ukraine from becoming a welfare client of the United States. That's what's in our national interest, not to prolong this war indefinitely. The other thing that we haven't talked enough about, Steve, is a lot of my Republican colleagues have convinced themselves that there is no corruption problem in Ukraine. You read Politico, you read New York Times, you read The Economist, again, mainstream journals, and it is clear they have a serious corruption problem. So we don't even know where all of our dollars are actually going. Senator, you stay uniquely close to the people because you're a populist, the people of Ohio. What what do your constituents think of both the the border, quote unquote, security bill in this Ukraine situation. What are, what are their thoughts when you talk to them? Steve, you, you know this because you talk to people, too. They recognize the border as the most existential problem that we face as a country in a generation, that if we don't get this under control, we could lose our country. We lose it politically, but of course, because Democrats want to legalize all these voters. Uh, we lose it in terms of the drugs, the fentanyl, the sex trafficking coming into our country. Uh, so, so they know this is the most important crisis that we face. Even if they're pro-Ukraine funding, and most, of course, are not, that's not a top 10 concern. Steve, you go into a room in Ohio and you ask the audience uh, who supports Ukraine funding, who doesn't. 80 percent of the hands will say they don't support further Ukraine funding. You ask everybody, is Ukraine a top 10 issue and not a single hand goes up? Everybody recognizes we've got more important things to do. And if Ukraine matters at all as an important issue, it's because it gives us leverage. You know this, Steve, in divided government, we're not going to get everything that we want, but you can get some things you want if you're willing to use the leverage that you have. Unfortunately, our leadership has taken it off the table because they care about Ukraine maybe more than the Democrats do. Uh, Senator Vance, our our audience is already geared up to to make some phone calls here. What would you, and they're going to be very respectful, what, what would you recommend the message to the United States Senate be today? Vote no on the Ukraine first bill. Vote no. Do not give the Democrats a massive win politically 
that all it will do is further prolong the border crisis because it reduces our leverage and further prolong a needless war in Eastern Europe. It's crazy, Steve. It's the worst of all possible worlds. Big political win for the Democrats. Huge, huge policy loss for the country we all love. Senator Vance, how do people follow you on social media and your website? I'm on all the big social media, Steve, Facebook, X, uh, Truth, JD Vance One. Uh, that's that's where most people can find me. I'm on Gitter. Uh, but look, we, we we've got to win this thing. This is Steve. I'm not I'm not overstating it. This is the most important uh, bill I think that I've faced in about a year in the United States Senate. If we take this thing down, I think we can send a message to the establishment: you don't call the shots. The American people still do. Senator Vance, thank you very much for joining us. We really look forward to your speech at, uh, at CPAC and uh, hanging out with you. Thanks, Steve. I'll see you Senator there. Senator J.D. Vance. Uh, J.D. Vance is a fighter. I think you see why he's on the short list of uh, President Trump. When he, President Trump's thinking about Vice President of the United States, J.D. Vance's name keeps popping up. Why? Not only is J.D. Vance one of the smartest public intellectuals we have, he's also a fighter. So we got our marching orders. You see how they're, look, you're disrupting the system. You're disrupting them on the destruction of your country. Of course, they hate it, right? This is why they came out yesterday with Trump. He's got no immunity. They're, you know, they're now, they actually uh, jury-rigged it, as we had Mike Davis and Boris on yesterday to talk about how they, um, uh, you know, how he came to go on bonk, this whole thing the Supreme Court, this massive hearing on Thursday. And the reason is we're winning. Let me get, I get Ben Harnwell. Ben, I uh, only got a couple of minutes. Just once again, you see, you just had J.D. Vance, one of your beats, you've done such a great job in the last couple of years, is following Ukraine. Just once again, inform our audience what's really going on in Ukraine, uh, because it's the mainstream media over here is covering it up. J.D. Vance talked about the corruption. J.D. Vance talked about the, so, the uh, soft coup of the military. We have, one, as J.D. Vance says, the most important uh, vote he has taken in his, uh, since he's gotten into the Senate. Is uh, is right now to this afternoon. Uh, what should what should people know about Ukraine? Well, I I know I've got a few moments before we go into a break, but um, I did want to respond to something that Posse was saying uh, early on in the show, Steve, specifically about the big confrontation that President Zelensky had with General Zelensky um, on Monday of last week, nine days ago. Uh, the general uh, Budinov, who's in charge of the intelligence, uh, Ukrainian intelligence that um, that everyone seems to be talking about, both he and the, the the general who's in charge, operational charge of Ukraine's ground forces, General Alexander um, Zersky, both of them in the interim period when Zelensky actually had uh, fired General Zelensky, um, Again, you know, because he refused to quit. He refused to, he refused to resign. He's like, I'm going to fire you. You're fired. I'll sign um, imminently this decree. In that inter interim period of a few hours, um, Zelensky then approached both of these generals, Budinov and, uh, and Zersky, and both of them looked him in the face and said, no, we're not going to take on the, the commander-in-chief role. Now, there were probably dynamics around the reason that they said no. And of course, before the angel of death, Victoria Newland descended on on Kiev. There was possibly, um, you know, we covered this at the time uh, in real time. There was possibly the, the eventuality of a military coup. So at that at that stage, the, these two top guys, um, they might have said no because their loyalty at that time uh, was to General Zaluzny, the commander in chief. Now we, we don't know what the dynamic is now, yeah. um, but Zelensky, you know, nine days on, he he doesn't have any alternatives. 
hang on for one second. Okay, we're taking a short commercial break. This is what you're putting sixty-one billion dollars money, which will just continue on. A disgrace. A disgrace. Short break. Back in a moment. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to, but without funding the left. If you're sick and tired of the globalist leftist takeover of America's corporations, go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon TV. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon TV and support a company that actually believes in America. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. There. 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching incredibly easy. Keep your number. Keep your phone or upgrade. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash TV or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT and get free activation today with the offer code BANNON. PatriotMobile.com slash TV or call 972-PATRIOT. Remember, take action, use your agency, action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I want to thank uh, Senator Vance for carving out time to have a talk to this audience. This is how much respect people have for you because of uh, the work that you've done. Uh, Cash is going to be on tonight. The job the uh, posse did in Nevada was amazing. Uh, Bird brain looked like a fool. Uh, she could have picked up an easy win there, but he got crushed by the MAGA forces. So I want to thank that. We didn't get Jim Rickards up today. Strategic intelligence. For those that like the geopolitics and like the capital markets and the economics and the politics we do, Jim Rickards, who's one of the world's experts on currencies, his book Currency War is one of the first books that really got my interest in this. Um, Jim's got Rickards has got this uh, strategic intelligence from Paradigm Press. I want everybody to go check a look. It's a monthly newsletter that you sign up. And they also got all kinds of other things that Jim puts out. He's one of the smartest guys in the world. We couldn't technically, we couldn't get a hookup today, but we're going to get that. We're going to try to have him on every couple of weeks because uh, we just love the guy and we love his writing. So make sure you go check that out uh, today. Um, also, the uh, as we had, um, Joe Allen warned us that CES is becoming more and more relevant every day. The exposure our infrastructure has in this country to cyber attacks. And tonight at 6, I'm going to have Captain Fennell and Dr. Thayer on. We're going to start a whole series, hopefully every day or every couple of days, about the CCP, what the threats are. Chris Ray warned us about it. But this combination of cyber and artificial intelligence has reached the danger zone. Remember, 80 or 90% of your net worth is tied up in your home if you're lucky enough to have one, and most people under 35 are not. But 89% of your net worth is tied up. Make sure no one can mess around with it. That's why I need to go to Home Title Lock, HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon. Make sure you go there. Uh, put in the promo code uh, HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon. Go check it out today. Immerse yourself in information. Um, I've got Mike Lindell here for a couple of things. Mike Lindell, you've, you saw the New York Times. And, of course, if it's in the New York Times, the paper record is going to happen. Rana's going to step down. As chairman, of course, it's kind of fuzzy. Is she going to be Laird? And we're saying, hey, Warren Posse should not give a penny, one penny, until this thing is sorted out. And President Trump, I think, has kind of made some decisions, but it's not clear 
what those decisions are. And remember, it's always a lot between the cup and the lip. And the posse has to be convinced this is going to happen because the RNC is so important. And quite frankly, Mike, I'll be blunt. Well, if you've almost gone bankrupt uh, defending this country and defending the vote and make sure, and it's the number one thing, and the good folks in Prescott, Arizona, on, on Friday night just lit us up about, hey, I hear all the good stuff. I hear this great stuff. Everybody's motivated. We're all jacked up. How are we going to make sure it's not stolen? Because Arizona was stolen in 20 and 22, and I, got, I, could, I could have Donald Trump in the White House, and I could have Kerry Lake as governor, and those would be good things. We wouldn't have an invasion on the southern border or in the state of Arizona, but it didn't happen because it was stolen. So what are you guys going to do about it? Mike Lindell, your thoughts of the, of the RNC? Who could be a replacement uh, before we talk about the company? Yeah, and then, Steve, that's why I ran a year ago. I, I told all the 168, hey, you guys, uh, five elections were stolen in a row uh, because you didn't secure your election platforms. Everything that we've been doing, that my teams have been doing for the last three years uh, to secure our elections, having over 200 counties now to paper ballots, hand counted, and more coming on every day, this is what they should have been doing. They should have been fighting these illegal things that were put in in 2020, like Michigan dropping 7 million ballots all over the state, uh, registered ballots illegally. Um, so everything we've done for three years, this is what they finally, they got to wake up. They need to do it now, but they need someone to get on board with securing their platforms. And um, I'll tell you, Steve, the, the um, Rana didn't do it. She had a whole year now when, from when I went talk to her back then. And they did get one thing done. They got a resolution done. It's a paper ballots, hand counted, uh, same day voting, precinct level, signature required. Now, those, those help us when we go to these counties so we don't get blocked by Republicans anymore. But in all this money that would go into the RNC, if you're wasting it frivolously, we need a new leader there. I'm so glad she's stepping down. I was called by all kinds of media all day yesterday. Mike, would you run again? Would you run again? I said, no. I said, I have to keep up this battle that with the LindellPlan.com, everybody, we do have a great plan to get these elections secure. I'm not leaving that plan. I'm hyper focused. Everybody knows that. But they did say, well, who would you suggest for a leader? I said, there's only one that comes to mind. That's Julianne Murray. She was the chairwoman of Delaware. She is the chairwoman of Delaware. She has fought for the election. election. She, uh, she was up there. Got, she stopped paper ballot, I mean, uh, early voting from coming in and staying in Delaware. And she's a fighter. And she is the, she's oh, on she board. Hang on, hang on. She 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 came she came within a inch of being the attorney general of Delaware as a Republican woman right. and really didn't have the establishment back. Do you understand how life would change for Joe Biden if Julianne uh, if if Julianne had been uh, Murray had been the attorney general of uh, of Neve of uh, Delaware right now? The whole world right. would have changed. She came with that close. Also, yeah. she got rid of mail-in ballots, did she not? Wasn't she yeah, want to get rid of mail-in mail ballots? ballots in in Delaware? I mean, she is she has done so many things, and she's I. Can't can't imagine having the whole RNC and everybody helping her and help, you know, and getting uh, following her. She needs to be the leader of the RNC. And I'm going to push for that. I'm going to um, push it out there. They've asked me, the media said, well, what would be your second trade? Well, any anyone that pushes that does this stuff to secure these elections, they, we have to have a secure election. We have to have elections but, and not but, selections. But, yeah. But but we have to have somebody that's done it. I can't have somebody yep. just talking about it. We have some that's somebody exactly has. Right. She has She's, a demonstrable track record, and it's a big track record in Delaware, yeah. which is Biden state. They control it. Right. Coons and those guys, the Democrats control it. She got rid of mail-in ballots. Okay, real quickly, let's pivot to the company. I want to make sure people are on fire 
about my store, but I want to make sure that they don't lose focus on the pillows. I got about 90 right. seconds. Right. Let's uh, let's talk about my pillow first. My employees were all just we are so busy right now. Thanks to the war room posse. Remember, you guys were with us when we when we needed you the most and you're still with us. If you go to MyPillow.com, I'll tell you all the specials that we there that we put on TV, the blankets that all came in, the MyPillow 2.0 that you guys, you guys at the War Room Posse get that for the lowest price in the country. That's at $29.98 for the queen and then $30, uh, $10 more, $5 more for the king. And you guys, all the... All the blankets that came in, the down comforters, that and the flannel sheets, both of those are getting low. Okay. Get, get those. Those are those are the seasonal. Those, that's it. Once they're gone, they're gone. Yep. Take advantage. Get those flannel sheets now. And then there you see the My Store right there. The My Store, you guys, we're doing all the fulfillment for that. You guys have jumped on board. Thousands of entrepreneurs and their products, USA Made. Use that promo code War Room. Uh, yep, go ahead, Steve. Use it again, 800-873-1062 is the number, promo code WARROOM uh, from my store, MyPillow. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, MyStore.com. Use the same promo code. Mike will see you this afternoon. Charlie yeah, Kirk's next. Jack Basobic have that. We're streaming live at 1 o'clock. Check with Grace and Mo. Be on Getter and, uh, and Rumble. Also, BirchGold.com. It's turbulence, baby, like you've never seen before. It's only going to get worse. Go to birchgold.com slash band and find out why gold is a hedge against turbulence. We'll see you online at one. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers and you don't. You'll pay up plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on. Grind you for all your back taxes plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax. Network USA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Dot com. All one word. Warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM.
Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.